Today is the 31st day of January. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I'm Brian. Congratulations. This is the 31st day of January. So we have, well, we will be completing our first month together. That's a good sign. You made it this far. You can do this. It's going to be quite a journey and quite a ride where everything in our lives get touched by the Bible. But this is what we need in our lives to guide and direct and orient us in the fog of life that's just constant. We just don't know what's going on. So it's great to be here with you today. On this last day of the first month of our journey... And as we take this next step forward, we will be going back into the book of Exodus. And uh, we're still in this showdown between the God of the Hebrew people, the God of the Bible, and Egypt's king, the Pharaoh. And so today, Exodus chapter 12, verse 14 through 13, verse 16. This day will become a memorial for you, and you will celebrate it as a festival to the Lord. You will celebrate it perpetually as a lasting ordinance. For seven days you must eat bread made without yeast. Surely on the first day you must put away yeast from your houses, because anyone who eats bread made with yeast from the first day to the seventh day will be cut off from Israel. On the first day there will be a holy convocation. And on the seventh day there will be a holy convocation for you. You must do no work of any kind on them, only what every person will eat. That alone may be prepared for you. So you will keep the feast of unleavened bread, because on this very day I brought your regiments out from the land of Egypt. And so you must keep this day perpetually as a lasting ordinance. In the first month, from the fourteenth day of the month, in the evening... You will eat bread made without yeast until the twenty-first day of the month in the evening. For seven days yeast must not be found in your houses. For whoever eats what is made with yeast, that person will be cut off from the community of Israel, whether a resident foreigner or one born in the land. You will not eat anything made with yeast. In all the places where you live, you must eat bread made without yeast. Then Moses summoned all the elders of Israel and told them, Go and select for yourselves a lamb or a young goat for your families and kill the Passover animals. Take a branch of hyssop, dip it in the blood that is in the basin, and apply to the top of the doorframe and the two side posts some of the blood that is in the basin. Not one of you is to go out the door of his house until morning. For the Lord will pass through to strike Egypt, and when he sees the blood on top of the doorframe and the two side posts, then the Lord will pass over the door, and he will not permit the destroyer to enter your houses to strike you. You must observe this event as an ordinance for you and for your children forever. When you enter the land that the Lord will give to you, just as he said, you must observe this ceremony. When your children ask you, What does this ceremony mean to you? Then you will say, 
It is the sacrifice of the Lord's Passover, when he passed over the houses of the Israelites in Egypt, when he struck Egypt and delivered our households. The people bowed down low to the ground, and the Israelites went away and did exactly as the Lord had commanded Moses and Aaron. It happened at midnight. The Lord attacked all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, from the firstborn of Pharaoh who sat on his throne to the firstborn of the captive who was in the prison, and all the firstborn of the cattle. Pharaoh got up in the night, along with all his servants and all Egypt, and there was a great cry in Egypt, for there was no house in which there was not someone dead. Pharaoh summoned Moses and Aaron in the night and said, Get up, get out from among my people, both you and the Israelites. Go, serve the Lord as you have requested. Also take your flocks and your herds, just as you have requested, and leave. But bless me also. The Egyptians were urging the people on in order to send them out of the land quickly, for they were saying, We are all dead. So the people took their dough before the yeast was added, with their kneading troughs bound up in their clothing on their shoulders. Now the Israelites had done as Moses told them. They had requested from the Egyptians silver and gold items and clothing. The Lord gave the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians, and they gave them whatever they wanted, and so they plundered Egypt. The Israelites journeyed from Ramses to Sukkot, and there were about 600,000 men on foot, plus their dependents. A mixed multitude also went up with them, and flocks and herds, a very large number of cattle, they baked cakes of bread without yeast using the dough they had brought from Egypt, for it was made without yeast, because they were thrust out of Egypt and were not able to delay. They could not prepare food for themselves either. Now the length of time the Israelites lived in Egypt was 430 years. At the end of the 430 years, on the very day, all the regiments of the Lord went out of the land of Egypt. It was a night of vigil for the Lord to bring them out from the land of Egypt. And so on this night, all Israel is to keep the vigil to the Lord for generations to come. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, This is the ordinance of the Passover. No foreigner may share in eating it, but everyone's servant who is bought for money, after you have circumcised him, may eat it. A foreigner and a hired worker must not eat it, it must be eaten in one house. You must not bring any of the meat outside the house, and you must not break a bone of it. The whole community of Israel must observe it. When a resident foreigner lives with you and wants to observe the Passover to the land, all his males must be circumcised, and then he may approach and observe it, and he will be like one who is born in the land." but no uncircumcised person may eat of it. The same law will apply to the person who is native-born and to the resident foreigner who lives among you. So all the Israelites did exactly as the Lord commanded Moses and Aaron. And on this very day, the Lord brought the Israelites out of the land of Egypt by their regiments. The Lord spoke to Moses, Set apart to me every firstborn male, the first offspring of every womb among the Israelites, whether human or animal, it is mine 
Moses said to the people, Remember this day on which you came out from Egypt, from the place where you were enslaved. For the Lord brought you out of there with a mighty hand, and no bread made with the east may be eaten. On this day, in the month of Abib, you are going out. When the Lord brings you to the land of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Hivites, and Jebusites, which he swore to your fathers to give you, a land flowing with milk and honey, then you will keep this ceremony in this month. For seven days you must eat bread made without yeast, and on the seventh day there is to be a festival to the Lord. Bread made without yeast must be eaten for seven days. No bread made with yeast shall be seen among you, and you must have no yeast among you within any of your borders. You are to tell your son on that day, It is because of what the Lord did for me when I came out of Egypt. It will be a sign for you on your right hand and a memorial on your forehead, so that the law of the Lord may be in your mouth. For with a mighty hand the Lord brought you out of Egypt. So you must keep this ordinance at its appointed time from year to year. When the Lord brings you into the land of the Canaanites, as he swore to you and to your fathers, and gives it to you, then you must give over to the Lord the first offspring of every womb. Every firstling of a beast that you have, the males will be the Lord's. Every firstling of a donkey you must redeem with a lamb, and if you do not redeem it, then you must break its neck. Every firstborn of your sons you must redeem. In the future, when your son asks you, what is this, you are to tell him, With a mighty hand the Lord brought us out from Egypt, from the land of slavery. When Pharaoh stubbornly refused to release us, the Lord killed all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, from the firstborn of people to the firstborn of animals. That is why I am sacrificing to the Lord the first male offspring of every womb, but all my firstborn sons I redeem. It will be for a sign on your hand and for frontlets on your forehead. For with a mighty hand the Lord brought us out of Egypt. Matthew 20, 29-21, 22 As they were leaving Jericho, a large crowd followed them. Two blind men were sitting by the road. When they heard that Jesus was passing by, they shouted, Have mercy on us, Lord, son of David. The crowd scolded them to get them to be quiet, but they shouted even more loudly, Lord, have mercy on us, son of David. Jesus stopped, called them, and said, What do you want me to do for you? They said to him, Lord, let our eyes be opened. Moved with compassion, Jesus touched their eyes. Immediately they received their sight and followed him. Now when they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethpage at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples telling them, Go to the village ahead of you. Right away you will find a donkey tied there and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, you are to say, The Lord needs them, and he will send them at once. This took place to fulfill what was spoken by the prophet. 
Tell the people of Zion, look, your king is coming to you, unassuming and seated on a donkey, and on a colt, the foal of a donkey. So the disciples went and did as Jesus had instructed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and placed their cloaks on them, and he sat on them. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road. Others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. The crowds that went ahead of him and those following kept shouting, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. As he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was thrown into an uproar saying, Who is this? And the crowds were saying, This is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth in Galilee. Then Jesus entered the temple area and drove out all those who were selling and buying in the temple courts and turned over the tables of the money changers and the chairs of those selling doves. And he said to them, It is written, My house will be called a house of prayer, but you are turning it into a den of robbers. The blind and lame came to him in the temple courts and he healed them. But when the chief priests and the experts in the law saw the wonderful things he did and heard the children crying out in the temple courts, Hosanna to the son of David, they became indignant and said to him, Do you hear what they are saying? Jesus said to them, Yes. Have you never read out of the mouths of children and nursing infants you have prepared praise for yourself? And leaving them, he went out of the city to Bethany and spent the night there. Now early in the morning, as he returned to the city, he was hungry. After noticing a fig tree by the road, he went to it, but found nothing on it except leaves. He said to it, Never again will there be fruit from you. And the fig tree withered at once. When the disciples saw it, they were amazed, saying, How did the fig tree wither so quickly? Jesus answered them, I tell you the truth. If you have faith and do not doubt, not only will you do what was done to the fig tree, but even if you say to this mountain, be lifted up and thrown into the sea, it will happen. And whatever you ask in prayer, if you believe, you will receive. Psalm 25 16 through 22. Turn toward me and have mercy on me, for I am alone and oppressed. Deliver me from my distress. Rescue me from my suffering. See my pain and suffering. Forgive all my sins. Watch my enemies, for they outnumber me. They hate me and want to harm me. Protect me and deliver me. Please do not let me be humiliated, for I have taken shelter in you. May integrity and godliness protect me, for I rely on you. O God, rescue Israel from all their distress. Proverbs 6 12 through 15. A worthless and wicked person walks around saying perverse things. He winks with his eyes, 
signals with his feet and points with his fingers. He plots evil with perverse thoughts in his heart. He spreads contention at all times. Therefore, his disaster will come suddenly. In an instant, he will be broken, and there will be no remedy. So in Proverbs today, we read about perverted hearts that plot evil and they constantly stir up trouble, but they'll find destruction instantly and they'll be broken suddenly beyond all hope of feeling. That pretty much much describes what we looked at happening in Egypt today. So a plague of darkness came and then there'd be one last act that would would finally and completely break the chains that the children of Israel were in in their slavery in Egypt but it was going to devastate Egypt completely and so Moses instructs the people about the first Passover and how to do it and they paint the blood on their doorposts and they would be passed over as this death angel comes into Egypt. But as we saw, uh, it did hit Egypt and every firstborn son in the households died, including Pharaoh. And so Pharaoh's summoning Moses and Aaron in the night and telling them to get out, like, get out, get out now, take everything, just get out of here. Bless me, go, you have to go. And so that, that starts this immediate exodus, right? an exodus from Egypt toward the east out into the open desert of the Sinai Peninsula. And as they're leaving, they're asking for things. They're asking for what they're going to need. And as they're leaving, they're pillaging the Egyptians' wealth and taking it into the desert. I mean, this is crazy to imagine. Over a million people are making this long journey And as we reach this conclusion of our first month together, just think of all, just Genesis alone, all that we've covered in in this one month. We met this man named Abram, and he became Abraham, and then we met Isaac and Jacob, and we saw this whole thing begin to form, and now these people are as vast as the stars in the heavens as it was promised. But they have an identity, They've been in, in Egypt for 430 years. And so there's nobody alive that knew Joseph or anything of that story. The only people that are alive walking out of Egypt are people who have been slaves their whole life. And that is their identity. Slave. That will need to change before they can enter the promised land. And it will take the wilderness to get them there and that is what's upcoming for us but that is the truth of our own story as we continue to read forward the children of Israel moving toward the promised land we find ourselves so clearly in those pages and so let's pay attention as we go forward Father we thank you we thank you for your word We thank you for the gift, the gift of each other, the gift of the scriptures, the gift of your Holy Spirit to lead and guide us 
we are reminded in Matthew today that faith that was in Exodus is the same faith that's required of us in our own lives to navigate the fog of today. And so come Holy Spirit, we put our trust and our faith in you, our hope in you, our love in you alone. Lead us. May we see where you are leading. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com That's home base. It's the website. It's where you find out what's going on around here. And so indeed, check it out. Know what's happening around here. Check out the Daily Audio Bible shop. There are resources that are that, that are there specifically for the journey that we are on. Check out the community section. This is where the prayer wall lives. And uh, this is where links to get connected on social media are. And so check that out. If you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible, deep and humble gratitude. Thank you deeply. There is a link on the homepage at dailyaudiobible.com. If you're using the app, you can press the give button in the upper right hand corner or the mailing address is P.O. Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. And as always, if you have a prayer request or encouragement, you can hit the hotline button in the app. That's the little red button up at the top. Or you can dial 877-942-4253. And that's it for today. That's it for this month. Congratulations. I'm Brian. I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. Hi, this message is for Leanne, who said that she's feeling hopeless. Well, hopeless feelings can lie, and that is a lie from the pit of hell. I will tell you that I often felt that way as well, but my freedom came from Freedman Christ Ministries, but here's a prayer, and it's really about renewing your mind and just flooding your mind with God's truth and renouncing the lies. So here we go. God, we renounce the lie that we are hopeless, that we'll never change or never get victory over strongholds. We renounce the lie that we will never change. God brings about change through the work of His Holy Spirit, and He works all things for our good. We announce the truth that we have divine power and authority to demolish strongholds, to really take hold of our feelings and recognize what is a lie and what is truth. We are mighty warriors with the strength of Christ. We have the power and authority to live by the Spirit and not gratify the desires of our flesh or allow lies to just ruin our lives. We have everything we need for life and godliness. We have divine power to not give in to temptation. We are renewed day by day and gaining confidence and strength. We are called and equipped by God to do all things. We are brand new creations in Christ. We can leave our past behind. We have moral excellence, knowledge, self-control, perseverance, godliness, brotherly affection, and love because of our faith in Jesus Christ. 
need, you just need to saturate your mind with the truth and again, renounce those lies. Stand, Leanne, stand. Hi, Dad family, this is God's Life Speaker. Sadie M, you were talking about your grandpa and you know what? He won the battle with cancer because God took him out of the cancer. So we will continue to praise him. I know it's hard and uh, yeah, the first year is definitely hard. The second year is hard too, um, but we'll continue to pray for you in Jesus name. There was a caller on the 28th that called about having been sexually abused. I didn't catch a name. So Lord, we pray for healing and hedge of protection on that person. Melody in Washington, your mother's dementia is now causing um, you to look at long-term care and all of this is happening while you had to put your dog Bentley down. Um, we just pray that you too will be just comforted by our father's arms. And a lady called in. She's six weeks pregnant. She's a single mom. She had called in uh, in her early 20s. And you are afraid to do this thing alone. You are not alone. God never leaves you or forsakes you. And I know we want physical people, but sometimes God wants us to be in these positions so that we learn to lean on him. May you see the sweetness of that. And I love how a cop of 32 years called in for Trajan and soaring on eagle's wings, telling you also, Trajan, to fix your eyes on Jesus. Lord, thank you for this entire community. I pray that you would heal the wounds of loss, um, that you would be in the midst of people uh, trying to come through their past, through abuses they've experienced, um, and the fears of the future, of the unknown. Lord, you're in it all. Your hand is on it, and you hold it all together. And we praise you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello, Daily Audio Bible. This is uh, uh, Joe Ken from Seattle, Washington. I, um, I'm just praying for my sister right now and my brother. Praying for my sister, Monica. She's caught up in her addiction of alcohol and uh, she's been doing it for a long time and I'm very concerned about her. My grandmother died of alcoholism and my mother died of alcoholism and she's just following that same um, path of addiction, Father. And she's got a lot of pain inside of her that um, she drinks because she doesn't want to feel, Father. Uh, she doesn't want to think about her pain and she has a hard time pain, uh, feeling, allowing herself to feel. So that's why she medicates herself. And uh, right now, Father, I just, I just want to, uh, I just lift her up to you and I just uh, ask, Father, that the spirit of addiction be broken off of my sister and my brother, Matthew. And uh, so I ask prayer for my sister, Monica, who lives in Cheyenne, Wyoming, that the, that the uh, spirit of addiction be broken off of her and that she allow herself to heal by staying sober by being sober and be not afraid to be sober. And I just ask this in Jesus' name. Hello, this is Adrian from England. A request in prayer for Samuel, Emily, Matthew and James, and especially for their mother, uh, Rebecca. 
for healing and salvation and for uh, the children to come to know the Lord. Um, more so for Rebecca for restoration, healing from uh, previous uh, circumstances, childhood situations that have affected her into adulthood and for her to um, have a renewed faith and strength and return to the Lord. She's currently not walking with the Lord, so just praying for her to return to him and to walk free of everything that's ensnared and entangled her. Um, bless you guys. Thank you. Bye-bye.